Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate your presence and the time you take to support me. I hope you had a great day and uh, yeah, absolutely. We will uh, go straight down to our podcast today. Uh, today I'm going to talk about something you know, uh, off and on, it's been on the news, I've spoken about this before, but I thought I will do a refresher on it. So the topic today is um, feminism, why I'm not a feminist. Uh, so there are three words that absolutely disgust me in my life, three words. Um, so the first, um, and and the three are born out of ignorant feudalism. Okay, so let's start with feminism. That's one of the, the most important word. Um, submission and supremacy. These are the three words that I really do not like at all. Uh, feminism, submission, and supremacy. But let's start with feminism. Okay, so the definition of feminism in Wikipedia is the advoc- advocacy of women's rights on the basis of equality of the sexes. And I want to throw up every time I see the word or I hear it. Ignorance is an understatement. So let's recap. This All my podcasts are based on the fact that we are an electromagnetic cosmos. So what we call the subconscious. Okay, The subconscious is actually an electromagnetic cosmos. Um, we are at our core an electromagnetic vortex. Our magnetic field does not understand male nor female. It understands three concepts, positive, negative, and magnetic. Our energy field does not understand form, color, size, or labels. So while our physical and material self has a form and material properties, it means absolutely nothing. Our metaphysical is that who runs the show. As long as you're giving your psychic codes that do not make sense, you will crumble and be eternal in eternal ignorance. In reality, you are interfering with our, your electromagnetic resonance that does not understand a word of what you are saying. In my opinion, we seem to have disconnected with our knowledge prior to our current procession cycle. So remember uh, um, the circumambulation of our, of our planet is in um, what we call procession cycles, and that is 25,920 years for each cycle. We have been slowly on a downward descent, okay? what we call the Kali Yuga. While knowledge is not lost, it still exists. We just have to put it together and understand the whole sequence of events. So we have been predominantly patriarchal civilization since at least 4,000 years. Although this downward trend did not start with these religions. Since the birth of our one and only Abrahamic religions, the currents are forming long the currents were forming long before and have surfaced a little bit prior to the birth of these religions. Prior to this, our civilization was predominantly matriarchal. Remember the cosmos works on an electromagnetic field. We do not work individually but in electromagnetic frequencies. A concept that will play out exactly the same way all over the planet. Only the labels change. Um, So 
you, if you look at history, you'll find matriarchal tribes all over the world, on the Asian subcontinent, Africa, Arabia, Europe, and even the natives of America. In the Arab desert, all tribes from Western Sahara to Indonesia were matriarchal. To give you a brief rundown of matriarchal tribes, one will see the women of the tribe in the seat of power. They make all decisions, control the education, childbearing, the commerce around the tribe, social events such as birth, marriages, and divorce. The grandmother or mother was the head of the family. The men were those who went on caravan trips to trade, engage in external commerce, work in the fields, and defend the tribes. For those who say that matriarchal societies were egalitarian societies are incorrect, in my opinion. The moment you use a label, power will always be concentrated on the label. The problem is not the label, but the concentration of power because you've become a group. So I will give you an example. In a matriarchal society, sex is not a taboo. On the contrary, sexual relations is a free-flowing, natural concept accepted by all. There is no stigma and the only exception here is that the woman is in control and we have multiple partners. When a woman marries, the various male suitors will visit her tribe. She will choose the best of her suitors. The man joins his wife's, wife's tribe and will take on her name. The children born out of this wedlock will take the name of the women's tribe. However, even though the woman is married, she can have multiple sexual partners. So in the desert, the man's slippers are outside the tent. No one, no other man can go in. Similarly, among the tribal uh, musu, if a man's hat is outside the house, then no other man can enter. This is the rough part. Sorry, here is the rough part. It is not uncommon for a woman not to know the father of the child. What I'm surprised to learn is that if a married woman is unhappy with her spouse, The husband has to leave. There will be a divorce regulated by the women of the tribe. The man loses his children, the tent, the cattle, and is basically left empty-handed. In a scenario like this, imagine uh, what is going on in a man's head. He's depressed. He's lost his children, his livestock, his tent. Even if he goes back to his mother's tribe, he can never forget his children. He becomes violent, anxious, and cycle continues. Imagine the children, their psychic, imagine the children, their psychic knows that there's another man, another part of them. They will also miss their father. If they're old enough, they will have memories of him. The children grow up and repeat the, the same cycle. The children produce generation after generation of men and women who are depressed, emotionally, finally violent. This will explode and the first when we go, boom. Violence and patriarchy. This is why the pendulum swung the other way. After generations, millennium, it all takes its toll. If this sounds familiar, look at the African-American society today. In the 30s and 40s, there were predominantly two-parent families. Since there were generation, generational violence in the homes and communities of all colors, families were breaking down. Rape and incest in homes were mounting.
Due to the inability of not being able to sustain themselves independently, mothers and fathers would stay together. Lyndon Johnson passed the Economic Opportunity Act in 1964, otherwise known as the War on Poverty legislation. This allowed mothers facing violent fathers to go into single-family homes, fathers to leave their homes and partners to enter into non-wedlock relationships, where either could leave at any time, and the children growing up predominantly without fathers. In the 1960s, 5% of children in America were born in homes with unwed mothers and no father. In 18% in 1980, 33% in 2000, 41% in 2015. When it comes to African Americans, the stats are 25% um, in 1965, 73% in 2015 of families born uh, with unwed mothers and no fathers. And this is, uh, this is PragerU, this information is got from PragerU by Larry Elder. So can we understand now how our matriarchal societies went berserk? This internal trauma led to external trauma and then led to the violence and more violence. The men being frustrated uh, needed to survive and evidently those whose pendulum swung would have wanted to take revenge. However, our ancestral matriarchal societies were nomadic. When you are nomadic, you have no possessions, no fixed dwelling. Uh, so how do you vent your anger and frustration? You have lost your livestock, children, tents, and friends. Who was left? Land. This is when they started agricultural tracts of land. We have slowly become stationary since then, losing our nomadic lifestyle and claiming land as our own. Land became owned and men slowly came to power. Even women would have left to join patriarchy. Tired of the trauma and hierarchical status of the establishments it formed, where even some women in lower echelons of society would have been left off. Now the pendulum of our cymatic frequency has completely swung to the other end. Rules and laws were enacted and forced, enforced giving them power. So when we say women are repressed and second-class citizens of the planet, do women dare to have, have the courage to say, Every time we point the fingers at others, we are showing them a mirror image of who we are. Do we as a civilization want to take our responsibility in order to have equal opportunities? No. However, we have no problem in saying feminism and women's rights. Here is an important example. When a child is growing up, if the parent abuses the child, then the child grows up to abuse his spouse and his children. So when we see a man abusing his wife, do we ask who is the mother that abused him? No, we blame the man. But we have no courage to take the mother who produced the trauma in him to task. We call this feminism. I call it hypocrisy. This is very important to understand here is that the simple fact with which I started, uh, you know, my series, every species of life is made up of male and female X and Y chromosomes. This means that everything that transpires in, in life of both parents will be inherited by the children to follow. So if your mother is violent and your father is calm, you will inherit violence. Your biological form and color, shape or even species mean nothing. 
you need two parents. So one mother and one father. Even if the two uh, are the same gender, you have to tell the story to your child that his or her conception was male and female. Um, the moment you leave that out, you are looking at internal trauma, which will, which will then cause generations of currents and tsunamis of trauma. This leads to division, marginalization, power groups, clans, tribes, kingdoms, and their countries. All of the above starts with the loss of knowledge of our electromagnetic vortex, which leads us to divide and rule for power. Until we do not connect the dots and look at the whole sequence of events, we can forget about equality. More importantly, we need science to put back into schools all around the world. In order for a pendulum to swing, you need a cataclysmic event to turn the tide. Look at Abrahamic religions all of which started with volcanic eruptions or earthquakes in the Levant. Uh, the, people who forced, the people were forced to adjust their customs and ways of life, which led them to see out another way out of the box. And here we go. Thus we got Judaism. That was a matriarchal uh, concept with matriarchal customs. The customs are based on proto-Hebrew matriarchal foundation turned patriarchal. When the pendulum swung after the volcanic pandemics of the time and the 40 years in the desert, they spinned off into two religious empires, Christianity and Islam. Um, Example, the, the Islamic tradition, the husband gives dowry to the bride. The old Bedouin matriarchal custom. Another example is World War II in Quebec, for example. Women were like slaves to men. The church controlled everything. The number of children they produced, signing of bank checks, um, bank accounts, which would, could not be done without a man. A woman could not undergo an operation without the consent of her husband. When the men left for war, the state and clergy had to do something to let the women be dependent on themselves while their husbands were away. This led to women having more powers. Eventually, when the men came back, the women did not need them anymore and did not let go of their liberties, especially for those whose husbands never came back. This led to a silent revolution and a more balanced society even today. The concept of power to a label requires people to submit to one group or a particular concept where all non-conforming components are left out. This is called submission. Submission leads to feudalism and eventually to supremacy to maintain your power structure. Um, so we understand that from this matriarchal society, it went berserk, it went bust, and then the pendulum swung to the other side with men who were really angry and finally started grabbing land to form tribes and, and with other people, other women, other men, and, and slowly we became a, a more stationary society. But it was the reason behind it was because the matriarchal system went berserk. Um, and that's why, my dear friends, we, I do not like feminism, because every time you say feminism, women's rights, before we have take a, get a right, we have a duty to do. It is important for us to take do that duty, take our responsibility, and cause 
equal opportunity. But if we don't do that, we cannot ask someone for rights. So this scenario, to go back to my reading, this scenario causes something called female genital mutilation, a word that stems terror in all women. It's mainly associated with Islam and has institutionalized this concept in literature. However, it predates Islam and, and is even followed by non-Muslim sects in Africa. Uh, thanks to multicultural immigration, it is followed all over the world. A man is justified by the love of Allah and his vote bank ideologies. However, given that I have discussed in the paragraph above, imagine the scenario and the matriarchal civilization going haywire. The nomads and the tribes around the around would have desperately wanted to stop this menace. As the tribe as the tide slowly changed, the nomadic power gradually shifted to patriarchal landscapes, where they would there, there would be any way, rare po way possible to stop this free-flowing sexual energy of the women and put some control over their progeny to ensure a, con a control lineage and balance as for understanding. In the days where you have had no other way out, stitching the female genitalia would have been the only way out. There could have been other reasons. However, given the scenario, this is the one that sticks out in my mind. Today, everyone has forgotten and FGM has become a bona fide institution. So that, my dear friends, is what I have to say on, um, on um, feminism. And I'm sorry, I just do not believe in it. Um, it it's... it's no, it's it is disgusting. I'm sure everyone wants equal rights, and I'm all for equal rights. Believe me, I'm all for equal rights. But for me, every human being is the same. Uh, I'm not gay. I'm not trans. I'm a straight woman. Um, every, but every human being, every species of life is is important and is the same. So that's important to understand. Um, and. If we want to take, if we want equal rights, we have to take our equal responsibility, and the women have to take this responsibility, uh, not because we are women today, but uh, we have to take a responsibility, the responsibility that at one time we were a matriarchal civilization and it went berserk. Um, so I hope you do some reading into that and some research into feminism and matriarchal societies because it's really very interesting. It'll give you. Um, a bird's eye view, but just take it with a pinch of salt because every um, every um, you know publication says uh, matriarchal societies were a lot more um, uh, egalitarian, which is absolutely true. Matriarchal societies were only about women, mostly women in power. There are a few that are left today in the Berber, Africa, North Africa. Um, somewhere in the far east but not it's very few i think indonesia there are few but that's it so um that is my little talk on feminism today um equal rights for everyone but no prioritizing one to the other even men are important even sons are important um and without a man we cannot make a woman without a woman we cannot make a man so it's important to appreciate everything appreciate yourself and the journey of life the uh 
progeny of life um, and we will go from there and it'll be much much better uh, than having um, being in, in complete confrontation all the time saying that men are the worst thing that happens to you is absolutely wrong uh, your worst enemy is yourself because you've not healed so you're always looking for that confrontation on the outside and you blame the other side instead of blaming yourself so uh, take your responsibility have equal opportunity and yes absolutely uh, once you get there you will be fantastic but uh, I'm not a feminist and I definitely um, I look to balance a society and provide information everyone is as important as the other for me so thank you for your time I wish you all the very best and see you tomorrow